The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We are three lifelong fans of the show, reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. Today, we're doing Jackass Forever. Woo! Hey, Chris, when did this come out? Uh, It actually came out on February. Well, we saw it on February 3rd, which is Mikey's birthday, but it came out February 4th, despite multiple, multiple pushbacks and delays this movie was supposed to come out a while before but you know what it just made us want it that much more it yeah did. We, we got it right this yeah. time you know we didn't report for weeks and weeks on end that it was coming out a month <laughs> earlier than it actually did and uh god damn it feels good to be back it feels like a little time has passed since we visited jackass forever and i was surprised at how fresh everything felt doing the revisit but i'm very excited today guys because we get to really dig deep into this thing you know it's not just in our memories this time we've taken notes we've sat with it i'm fucking ready to go how about you guys jay i'm i'm not ready yet i think you're letting chris off the hook a little bit i mean yes this movie came out this year but it still came out on a day that exists in the universe chris what happened on the day of february 4th 2022 what happened this day in history how much of a fucking, like, what do you guys think I yeah, am? It, what happened to you three fucking weeks ago? I don't know, you were sitting on your fucking ass. Like, fuck off, do your own research, man. I go back in the depths of history. You fucking listeners need to do your job every once Chris, in a while. I don't know, you tell me, what did you do a month ago? The, you probably went to go see Jackass, so The thing is, you, you don't go back in history. You barely have a stat ever on this. I thought this I would be o- easy for you because it was just a couple months ago. No, man. Fucking they could work for themselves. They fucking remember what happened. I don't know. Was it sunny? All right, fine. Rainy? Okay, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you guys what happened. I'll tell you guys what happened February 4th, 2022. Okay? February 4th, 2022. A newly turned 33-year-old Mikey Aaronworth wakes up and regrets the fact that he spent his birthday with his brother who can't seem to get his shit together for these fucking recordings because they went to go see the pre-screening of Jackass Forever. That's what happened on February 4th, 2022. You know what? I'm surprised. It wasn't surprised. a wonderful moment between brothers. <laughs> we didn't bond. We didn't, you know, you, you didn't pull me aside in the car on the drive home after and say, man, Chris. I really had a great birthday. This really meant the world to me. I did, but that was for you, not for me. See, he did. Yeah. Well, I fucking obviously lived that up, man. It's been nice. Sorry, Jay. We were as, as I was living down memory lane, remembering the compliments that my uh-huh. brother gave me. Even though he likes to be an asshole to me on the show. I love it. Um, I could barely remember those confidence, like compliment, comp, the compliments. I'm surprised I remember it because, but even though my memory is so, I fucking think I goddamn rattled him. good. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you guys being fucking Ontarioans, Ontarioites from Ontario. No, it's not pronounced, it's not pronounced uh, Ontarians, Jay. It's pronounced uh, better than people from Alberta. That's how you pronounce it. That's, yeah. That seems like a pretty exactly fucking it. stupid way to pronounce it, but all right. <laughs> Listen, guys, here I'm surprised, though. Like, in your own, you know, the nation's capital, here we go. 
you know, the police, they said in a tweet, um, actually, well, some, 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 some lady said, I don't, it's, it's not important, but Ottawa police have instructed hotels throughout the city not to rent out empty rooms. The government has bought up all the empty rooms to stop anyone from coming to the capital because apparently the truckers were coming into uh. Ontario and coming and jacking off on all the bedspreads in the hotel rooms <laughs> and they're just getting sick of it. Why couldn't they sleep in the back of their fucking cab? Never use the extra blankets in a hotel room. I swear to God, it's a death That's trap. True. Yeah. Don't do it. Hey, that speaking really of, of getting covered in cum, you guys want to talk about jackass forever? I do. I would love to. All right, let's do it. Now, guys, what? For, for the intro, so, I, I, you know, normally there's title title screens, mm-hmm. you know, like they, they title these different sketches and, you know, we never really had that for the intro, but I, I, I did come up with my own name for the intro. Okay. Are you guys ready for it? I, I can't. There's a there's there's a lot of alliteration, so it might be hard for me to mumble okay. it in my mouth. I'm I'm more excited for when the, you when you uh, uh, have to explain to us what it means after you say it. I decide to call this intro the pontification of the perfection and plight of Pontius's perfect penis. Wow, it's not bad. <laughs> All right, it's not I'm bad. Proud of that. It's not bad. I'll t- I'll take it. <laughs> did not expect that wow right. no pushback or nothing that must it. have been fucking goddamn good well <laughs> i'll say this guys this thing it kicks off uh, with quite a bang here i you gotta love the movies because they always go all out on the intros and somehow they always seem to top themselves now it's arguable everyone's gonna have their favorites but Watching this a second time, I really felt like... I was impressed. I gotta say that. I was impressed with how well put together it was. You see a lot more of the detail the second time you see it. This is really well done. Let's talk about it. So, we get a shot of a model city of New York. Man, beautifully well put together. I'm convinced. It's like I'm there. I swear. Um, cinematic here. Just cinematic as hell. And So, you mean, Jay, by, when you say it's like you were there, you mean the cops are yelling at you, uh, uh, put down the child, uh, stop causing so much of a scene, uh, that child is not yours, please leave him alone? Is that what you mean when it means you say that it feels like you were there? Hey, man, that kid was possessed. That kid uh, was possessed yeah, by possessed a demon. Possessed by I was, you, the kidnapper. I was doing everyone a favor, <laughs> trying to get rid of the child because... Yeah, you ever seen Ghostbusters? You want that shit to happen again? You're welcome, New York. I'd rather it doesn't. Yeah, you're right. You know what? Yeah, you you abduct all the kids you need to prevent ghost, <laughs> Ghostbusters from happening again. Yeah, or any Ghostbusters sequels. We don't need any more of that shit. Cut it out. <laughs> um, cinematic as hell, though, like I said. They, they really got the uh, cameras down. You can tell this is shot in 24 frames per second, baby. Cinematic. Cinematic. But why did it feel... So much more uncomfortable watching the giant penis come on street at on screen at home by myself than when I was in the theater just full of people. I don't understand why. Like I had no problem with it. Because he started masturbating? Well, everybody was. I thought it was socially acceptable. Like at that point, people were starting to take the masks off, and I think they just kind of connected one to another. And it's like, hey, masks off, pants off. What's the difference? That's a good point. Um, True. But yeah, I don't then know. You could come into your mask and fucking throw it away because oh. that shit's useless oh, anyway. Okay, all right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So so this giant Pontius penis is terrorizing the city. They've got it. If you haven't listened to our, our initial recap, I'll, I'll break it down real quick again. Pontius is painted up, at least his wang is painted up like a uh, big green Godzilla monster, the balls and all. And Which, Jay, yeah. quick question when you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. You're like all, you know, into effects and stuff and things. And More sure, audio. Or is it just okay, audio? Sure. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I well, am now. Same, same. Wasn't you before. know, one apple is the other's potato, you know? Uh, right. What? So, 
<laughs> one apple just hear me here. potato okay yeah, I, I get I, it i eat raw potatoes like, <laughs> you get what i meant the there like, yeah <laughs> but mm-hmm. for real though what? if his p- penis was painted green yeah how did they green screen him out they didn't green screen him out no, 100%. I was really focused in on this. Like, they show the straight up thing and you just see the dick. You don't see any body. So, they did a green screen in the background or they edited it out somehow. But why would they paint? Why wouldn't they do a blue monster and then green screen him? There's there's a moment. Well, they didn't do a blue monster because Godzilla is green. I think that's the, the easy answer to that. There's a. Can you do blue screen? You can is do it, whatever screen what you want. Is? Green is just the easiest oh, okay. one because that's the 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 color that is found least in most other scenes. So it's yeah. easiest to pull that color out. But there's a mm. scene like in in the middle of the intro when there's like the loud music and the bum 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 bum. It's all exciting, and then it uh-huh. cuts to like no music, and it's Chris Pontius and Spike Jones just <laughs> speaking like like logistically about how to properly frame his Godzilla penis, and that right. to me is art that is like the fact that they take away this moment of like high intensity godzilla penis to mm-hmm. just them being like well i think you have to lean at this specific angle otherwise you're going to be caught in like that answers your question for you how the fuck are they doing this they answer it for you by cutting to it in the middle of the chaos yeah uh and that little break is 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 hilarious to me oh it's um, so good man it's it's so well done and they only do it once or twice but to, to good effect and i gotta ask chris I was I was almost uh, wondering, you know, this big green monster and all. Was this maybe this was your friend from last week? I was getting a little confused. His friend from last My week. From last yeah, week. the guy you painted green when he fell asleep. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> look at Jay being so funny. We don't get it. That, wow. that was basically one of <laughs> one of the nutsacks of Pontius. Yeah, because he's yeah. bald headed. <laughs> so if if you haven't seen Jackass Forever yet, I don't know why you're listening to this, but picture that you you posted that on Instagram, did you, Chris? I didn't check. Mm-mm. Not you yet. It, not allowed. He didn't get no, permission. I just posted in our That's group. I didn't no-no. get permission yet. All right. I was just uh, going to say. Still, I'm still working on it. It was a nice, nice match. The shade of green. That's all I wanted to say. Nice match. One to one. Did you guys yeah. notice yeah. before? Because Jay, you you did a good job of describing kind of the scene that they they show of like the model New York mixed with like actual cafes and this and that. And that's what they cut into with with the scene. They show actual human beings going nuts and then showing Pontius is nuts from close up to make it seem much larger. But before they do that, they show a scene where there's a cafe and there's in the middle of the cafe, such a, such a, 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 an old man sitting there who like really stands out. He's so distinct in the way he's there that I literally thought when I saw him sitting in the middle of the cafe, that was Johnny Knoxville in old man makeup. And then they show him again and it turns out it's not. But I'm like, how weird of a human being do you have to look like for me to see you? And my first thought is that's Johnny Knoxville dressed as an old man. And no, that's just what you look like on a day to day basis. I feel bad for that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for him, too. The the other person but, I feel bad for, the other person I feel bad for is, what? and this happens in, like, every every scene that you have, like, there's a massive, uh, uh, like, a disaster movie, and, like, the, a city is going into chaos. Around the corner, when the, the chaos is first erupting, one person is always dressed up in tennis gear for some reason. You got a tennis racket with, like, a headband on their head. There is no, there's no tennis court in the middle of New York City. Where is this guy running from? Wait, how does how does how does everyone like the, in every single scene? Well, this was in China, obviously. What do you, what do you mean? The, the fucking intro was in China. What? What are you talking about? Wasn't New York City? It was New York City. Yeah, baby. Oh, wasn't it? Was yellow, China? Yellow taxi. Why are they? Why do they have Asian subtitles? Because it's there? supposed why to be like a Godzilla? Godzilla movie. Yeah, 
But there's like yellow cabs, like New York yellow cabs. Yeah, yeah. You don't think they have a yellow cab in China? No, Chris, that's racist, first of all. Uh, they're just <laughs> called cabs out there. <laughs> Christ. You guys, I, I'll let you off the leash. This is what happens. <laughs> Chris is going to need a minute That might have been the one. best joke I've ever heard of my life. You know what's the funny thing about the joke is that you just kind of like set yourself up for that. hundred percent. Because I'm, I'm not racist like Mikey is, so I didn't see it coming at all. <laughs> Listen, guys, I got to say, well, while Chris cools down on that one, um, this is, it's, it's well put together. Speaking of the, the subtitles on screen, this is where you start to see the intro of the cast. Everyone gets a name and then the subtitle on screen as well. And it starts with Johnny Knoxville. He's in like a control room, right? He picks up the phone and he's just terrified. Some bad news has come across the line. That's when we get the reveal of the big green monster. Then you start seeing the guys one by one. Um, the first one we get to see first up is Steve-O doing a poo cocktail. He gets yeah. the, goes into the porta potty to hide and it gets knocked over. Now, I got to ask you guys, do you think this was real though? Like what's the percentage chance here this thing was real? Because the poo looked... I mean, it looked like, you know, what you would imagine yeah. that would look like, but there's no way he's doing that just for the intro. You know, I, I, I no. got to think it was fudged. I think no it, it, it almost looked a little too good, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Like it looked too, like, in, like, did they lift him up in the thing? And then it almost cuts and then there's poo on him. You know what I mean? It wasn't like you didn't see the poo coming out of the toilet. It was like he was flying and you could tell he obviously was in a, in a porta potty that got shooken up somehow. Yeah. But then all of a sudden the poo's all there. So I, 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 I don't think, think it was just... real poo. I, I think it, it also like it, it just it felt like it. I agree, Jay. It, it that was the end scene of Jackass three. Pretty much was like him getting right. slingshot in the porta potty. Like that's not what you start Jackass with. Uh, Steve-O, one thing I can't, I, you know, you got to give to him. He's become a great actor. Like he sells these stunts so well now. And I think that he does a good job of pretending like that's the worst thing he's ever done. But I think, I think everyone knows it's like a wink to the camera. That's not actual shit. And it's kind of fine. Yeah. Just like when, when, uh, when Dave England and Wee Man are on the top of the, the movie theater thing, there's the explosion. Like we all know that's not real fire that's engulfing them. That uh, there's a lot of CG involved in that. It, like, you guys, you know that there's not fire in engulfing them as they're getting blown off of the top there. No, I don't know. Man. Come on, Chris. <laughs> Come I agree on. To disagree. <laughs> Listen, um, when in Rome. But I do like, you know what I do like is there is one little moment here. Like, and, and I like I know we're spending a lot of time on the opening scene here, and for something we're not even reviewing, uh, that may seem excessive, but there's so much going on that I feel like we have to spend this much time on it. Right. There is one moment that I want to draw attention to, which is that danger Aaron gets tackled into a fruit stand which to me was kind of like a nod to the football folly scene from uh season three of jackass it was nice i like that yeah, yeah no, that's a good, good point. point i forgot about that but yeah, it was a nice little nod there and and you're right like they just keep coming we got preston in a dino costume he's kind of looking similar to the big green monster so because the army has just arrived on scene uh, led by johnny knoxville here they light that motherfucker up um <laughs> He's just uh, down on the street, and did they shoot like a big cannonball at him? Was that what that was? Yes, it, they, like it was a medicine ball. ball. It was it was medicine a medicine ball. But but with CG making it look like it was on fire, is yeah. Was it just me, or did it, did Preston look a lot slimmer, or is now Zach ass? The new <laughs> bigger boy, because like when he rolls in, I was like, "Yo, Preston's not looking like as big as he used to look." Or is it just you get used to seeing uh, a new a new heavy uh, dude on be. set? I That's think I think uh, Preston is probably as big as he was. I think he's a little bit 
older. So his skin, this sounds, I'm not making fun of anyone, but like, I do think maybe his skin's a little bit less firm. So everything, it doesn't, it, he's not as round. It's he's straighter a little bit to the more. Ground, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I like, Gravity, I, that's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also Zach ass is, is enormous. Like he's fucking enormous and, and he's going to make anyone look small next to him. Yeah. Um, the one yeah. thing I want to draw attention to, obviously there's a lot of cameos in this scene. You've got Aliyah Shawkat, who's the one who closes the door on Steve-O. That's maybe from Arrested Development. Tyra, the creator, is one of the, the army men in, in and among the army men. Uh, you also have uh, uh, Tony Hawk. Obviously, he's there. He's one of the people who gets sprayed with the cum. Yeah, and after you see he- how he was dressed too, though, right? As like a crazy 80s style yeah, skater? That's how he used he, to dress when he was a kid, when he was McSqueeb, right, Chris? Amazing. I got that right? McSqueeb? Yep. Um, did, did anyone just watch that brand new Tony Hawk documentary no. until the wheels fall off? No. no it just came no. out. It is fucking incredible, man. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's it's a good one. It just, you know, when the people are that passionate and that good about something, it's like they won't quit. It means too much for them, even though it's they're paying the toll on their bodies and shit like that. Like we always sing vert ramp. It's not as crazy as as as, uh, you know, street skating and this and that. But when you see the toll and how fucking tough Tony Hawk is, like Mm. I always liked him and respect what he did. But like I've always been a street skating. I was always like about that grungy kind of aspect of skating. And like this documentary just shined a whole new light on it. Really highly suggest it. Nice. And what a parallel too to Jackass. These guys get beat up just Mm -hmm. the same. Mike, you were saying something about the uh, cameos there, though. No, yeah, no. The last cameo was the Tony Hawk one that I wanted to bring up. I'm sure there's other ones. Hayward, a football player who I don't know, is the one who tackles He's the guy that hit him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, But the Tony Hawk one is the one that, like, after, and I'm sure, Jay, you're going to lead us into it, when when Pontius' dick starts coming on everyone, which, actually, I guess let's get into it. I think that was okay. too much. I Like, it's too long, too over the top. I didn't actually like that part of the intro. Uh, a little bit too on the nose. But when Tony Hawk is kind of, like, covered in cum and looking really sad, frame that fucking photo for me and put it on my wall. That is, it again, art. Jackass yeah. is yeah, yeah. art in so many, like, they've never understood what to do in terms of like framing shots and giving you the visual that you, that you, that you deserve as a jackass fan better so than like they he, have in we, jackass forever. We just talked about how that was Tony Hawk dressed up like he was when he was like a, a young teenage boy. Yeah. So what just, you're saying is you want a young teenage yeah, boy okay, covered with cum yep. framed and put onto your fucking wall. Listen, I understand that, yes. that sometimes there are things <laughs> the that I shouldn't. The mustache is fucking enough, man. <laughs> like, you're baiting yourself out way too much. Either shave that shit off or fucking cut those comments out, man. I still want my brother. Uh-huh. I still love you. Uh-huh. Even if Look. you have problems. All right, <laughs> guys. Yeah, we'll get. We'll you're right, Mikey. You're right. I got nothing to say. You're right. <laughs> let's give you're Mikey right. a minute to just think about what he's done. And uh, in the meantime, let's yeah, introduce up, the newest Jackass cast members who, right before the uh, big cannon goes off, we've got Jasper and Rachel Wolfson side by side, Zach Holmes, Poopies, and Eric Manaka. Everybody gets blasted. And there's just a scene there at the end where everybody's lying, all the soldiers in the ground, motionless in that pool of white and it is just like it's such a mixed bag of emotions it's like you just watched the end of a world war ii movie like the giant battle but there's like a nice uh donut glaze 
uh, over everybody. I wonder if they used the pig cum. And, uh, no, that was there, there was too much. That could not have just been pig cum, especially because Eric Menaka has it all up in his mouth. Like he has, like <laughs> well, I don't understand too, <laughs> when he coughs the cum out. He yeah, does yeah. it like four times. It must have been in his lungs. I don't know how he gets that much out of his mouth. He goes like. Bleh, and it's a full mouthful and right. then he breathes in bleh, there's another full mouthful and then one more it was uh you know he committed to the bit on that one it was impressive yeah you want to get that framed on your wall too while you're at it yeah <laughs> just yeah. like other teenage boys yeah, coughing right. up cum just cool. frame it on, frame it on <laughs> nice. uh, i like the uh the end of knoxville here he's trying to bargain with pontius's wiener and it just straight up swishes him, squishes him against the glass of like a subway stairwell. Yeah, yeah. And you just see his head pop and just a blood. Do you splatter. think that was CGI too, Mikey? Yeah. No, that was real. That Actually, that yeah, was that was because they talk about how Knoxville had two concussions in this one. A lot of people, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people think one was from the uh, the, the uh, treadmill, but no, it was from getting squished by Pontius's penis. <laughs> And uh, we can't leave it there. I mean, the big green monster can't triumph after all. There has to be something out there that could take him down. Well, it's not a Megazord, but it's pretty damn close. Nice. It's a snapping turtle. And, you know, when they bring it out onto, and I think I, I mentioned this in our initial impressions episode, where when they bring it out, it took me a couple seconds to go, oh, a snapping turtle. (laughs) cool and then you kind of realize what's about to happen and uh when the snapping turtle bites pontius it cuts back to like you know the behind the scenes frame of you know you see pontius standing there and there's no more effects or anything but i noticed that when he gets bit he has that same expression that he had when they did the mouse sock puppet at the start of jackass 100 percent. he's not really in pain he's like kind of enjoying it almost I think he's a little bit of a sadist. He kind of likes it. Yeah. He liked the ping pong thing. That's for sure. Yeah. He's, he's saying, he's like, it doesn't hurt. I bet you it hurt him so much and he loved it and was ashamed to admit it. That's okay. Never be ashamed, Pontius. And uh, what an intro guys. I certainly wouldn't be ashamed of that. I got to ask you before we jump into the very first stunt of this movie, out of all of the jackass intros we've seen so far, we haven't seen three yet. So I guess we leave that out until next time. One, two, or forever. So far, what has been your favorite Jackass movie intro? I, I got to say this one. Yeah. Um, it was so different. The other ones, I mean, the, the, the shopping cart, they were on there with the explosions and Jackass one. That's pretty cool. Uh, the bulls of the other one. But like Mikey was saying, and I t- didn't want to believe, but he's kind of brought up some good points about the CGI of certain aspects of that. This was way more creative. This had way more of just like a different approach. It was just so unique compared to it. And and I just, I don't know. There's something about this one. I just, whether it was the people behind us just being so mortified that this thing started off with a giant dick, which the, the, made it so funny Chris, to explain, me. Explain what you mean by that. Oh, yeah. In case you didn't listen to the... Um, our recap of the original movie. Can, can we like, just say before we move on that we did have the initial recap episode that came out like the week that actually the day after the Jackass day. came out. Uh, we talked about some of these stunts. We said some specifics. If you heard that, thank you for listening to that. We're getting into it again. We're going to repeat ourselves a little bit. We're going to say refer back to it, but just understand that if you haven't heard that or if you have, this is going to be a standalone episode. So we're going to be talking about uh, some of the same shit this time again. Chris, go on. But yeah, these uh, young guys who basically didn't know 
what jackass was like it was so hard for us to believe they're right behind me and mikey and we're sitting there chuckling like the veterans we're here like we fucking do a podcast on this shit like we're ogs <laughs> in the game you know and they were testing each other out like they didn't know if it was cool to laugh at a dick you yeah. know like they were really <laughs> uncomfortable about this so their uncomfortability just made everything so much better for me when i was watching this movie because you just hear them going back and forth with each other and you know, after a while, they kind of sussed each other out and figured out everything was okay, and they started to get into it as well. But to have it start off with this, they're like, "What the fuck did you bring us to see?" You know, to the one guy that seemed to know a little bit more than the <laughs> yeah, others. So yeah. it, it it was just all around. This was definitely my favorite. Yeah, one. Un- uncomfortability. Uh, the worst way to say discomfort, but I understood what you meant. Uh, I I think that uh, I loved this intro. I really loved this intro. I think in terms of like actual idea fleshed out and quality, this is the best one. But I have a soft spot for Jackass, the the first movie, because that was the one that laid the groundwork that said, we need to start off with a bang. That doesn't happen in Jackass, the TV show. That started with the movies saying like, we need a big budget, enormous opening scene. This is what we need to do. And it was the the shopping cart. It was just everything made bigger. That was the thesis statement of the intro in Jackass, the movie, the first movie. They nailed it. And because of its relative simplicity, I think it it kind of works better in a way, even though I fucking adore this intro i think it was amazing but there's a, there's a sentimentality and a simplicity to the first one that i that i think worked a little bit better yeah yeah i think i'll be short and sweet on this but if i was basing it off nostalgia it would be the first one hands down but now that i've seen it recently i actually do like this one better just for mm-hmm. the extra effort and they learned over time how to make these better but the first movie will always have a soft spot in my heart for seeing that in the theater the first time and that intro just sticking in my mind right. ever since. Uh, but I got to give them props for going the extra mile here and, and really making it entertaining and fun. And, um, and props and props for impressing us. Like, like they've done so much with the intros and this one came out and just did something no one expected. That's that's very fucking hard to do when everyone's expecting to have their mind blown and you still manage to blow their mind. That's 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 uh, 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 very well done on their part. You know, it's crazy, too. We Nobody really talked about Jackass number two and the bull running, which is in a way like like that's more of a stunt than any of these intros are. Yet it kind of I don't know. It's almost forgettable for some reason, which seems really weird to me. Like it's the it's the one I think of last. You know, I agree because um, of the CGI. Yeah. I think it's because of the CGI. Oh, we're going back there. I shouldn't have fucking brought this up. Listen, <laughs> maybe we should just move on. Uh, we got some stunts to cover, shall we? Now, this movie doesn't start off with a bang. At least I wouldn't say. And in a way, I'm kind of glad they didn't because it's been so long since we've been back to Jackass in theaters. I kind of feel like I like that they did something that was just a good reminder of the roots of jackass this is of course the human ramp now i don't know if you guys knew this but back in the late 17th century you know (laughs) when the chaps would get together to go skating um they only had planks of wood back there they hadn't figured Uh out supports yet so it was commonplace Hmm. to use your friends to support ramps when you were out skating um so that's actually the history of how this originated jackass is kind of piggybacking off that not to take the credit away wow. hey uh jay uh, if, if we're talking 17th century uh-huh. uh let's be honest they weren't using their friends as ramps they were importing <laughs> friends from other countries and using them as ramps let's be honest 
care to elaborate, Mikey, or nope. should we move no. on? Okay. No, I do not nope. care to elaborate. <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't get into that. That's uh Listen, guys, um Steve O gets Are you asked in trouble just for laughing. <laughs> Steve O asks how it feels to be on set twenty years later before we get into it. And he makes a comment about how he still looks the best out of everybody in the group. I don't know if he's you guys not would wrong. agree with that. Would you he's take He's absolutely that? not wrong. He looks fucking good, man. Yeah. What he about looks, Pontius? Yeah. Pontius your boy, though, I thought. Pontius looks good, but Pontius has okay, this is something's happened to Pontius. I love Pontius, but there's this weird like thousand mile stare in his eyes that he has when he's telling stories. And he kind of does this weird blinking thing where he's like, he looking does do up. that a lot. What I don't that? know what it is, but there's something, something's been taken from Pontius and I don't know what that is. I feel like Steve-O seems to be the most with it member of Jackass. He's aged so gracefully, which hey, is the crazy. only one that's sober. <laughs> well, I guess that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Which right? is, it's nuts to think that he was probably the hardest into that scene like the drugs and the alcohol and whatever and he seems to be the most put together person like fucking good on steve oh man i like Mm -hmm. i just love him so much i love him more him being who he is now compared to who he was before i think he's just shown so much more ownership the the one problem about like i can't handle about him these days is like he forgets almost who he was like he's so uh, calculated and he wants to get this mainstream success nowadays so much. Like I, I get he's working on his, you know, he has his podcast. He's trying to like get his, clean up his image. Like he really wants to be able to make that money because I guess he really didn't make much money throughout the process or, and he or spent blew it. through it all. Yeah. But he's like just appealing to like the, just like the most like liberal cuck society possible. Like he's just really playing into that fucking role. Trust me, I listen to every episode liberal of this fucking cuck podcast. society? What? Yeah. You know, just like the pure, yeah, just you know, like the LCS. super left, like like the like <laughs> I, I'm I'm so friendly about everything, like I'm I'm open minded about everything, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but just it's like he's candoring to it. He he will not say anything on a political stance that's any but any bit edgy anymore, well, and it's kind of like, dude, yeah. you're fucking Steve-O, man. Like people love you for being fucking who you are, like being a crazy guy, and trust. It's it's just to me, it's it's like. He's gone so far this way. It's it's you know it's hard for me to. I, I just you know that's, right, that's that me could personally. just be the the the. Hey, this is we don't need to get into this, but like that could just be the person he grew into after like not care like, like yeah. I just you know, like the other one. I, I like the other. I don't give a fuck attitude a little bit yeah. more. I, and honestly, personally. I do understand some of that. Where like that is yeah, it's Steve-O, He fuck like we didn't like <laughs> we didn't watch Jackass because it was it was a group of guys taking care of themselves. And when someone you know, I, I get mm-hmm. that. I do understand that. I do understand that. But we gotta say cheers to Steve-O for getting clean though. And, yeah, and doing his hundred percent. Awesome. He's a, he's a definitely a better version of himself. But you know who also I really want to cheers to about this sketch? Who's that? His poopies. poopies this is the first baby. time we get to see poopies really come out. And you know what? Poopies, good on him for having the bowels, hey. bowels Ooh, slash bowels, bowels. Yeah. to fart on Johnny Knoxville when he was on top of him because he's a new guy on the fucking scene <laughs> and he's fucking on top of Knoxville and rips fart on him. A lot of people that are new, this, and so the most interesting thing in the, the the Poopies episode they were talking about, um, so much of the stuff in this movie, including this sketch, was from the test shoot when they flew in a bunch of people that they were on the short list to be on the new movie. So this was actually one of the, just the test shoots, and they decided to put it in the movie. So this is literally the first day shooting with all that these things, sense. and he has the balls yeah. to fart on Knoxville. Because apart from the fart, which I think... 
you guys might not like me for this. You guys loved the scene in season three of Jackass where Knoxville's cousin farts. This to me is the most iconic fart in Jackass history. Is Poopy, I think so. Poopy's farting I on Johnny Knoxville is such it's a power the play. Of the torch. It's, a, it's, it's the passing of the torch. You guys, okay, wait a second though. Are you sidestepping Johnny Knoxville and old man makeup farting baby powder <laughs> onto a sleeping, uh, what's his oh, name, Jeff Tremaine? No, that is the most iconic fart Come in on. jackass history. Uh, ma- okay, yeah, that's one of my poof. only tens out of tens. Jay, good point. Yes, thank yeah, you. It it went, went the fart went poof. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I still didn't, about that. I didn't like that one as much as you guys did. Uh, I still think this is the most iconic fart just in terms of what it means. It's 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 the fart that launched a thousand shits, you know, because <laughs> you have did, did, did what now? <laughs> well, Helen of Troy was the face that launched a thousand ships. I think poopies was the fart that launched a thousand shits. Yeah, uh, he gave everybody diarrhea. He gave everyone day. diarrhea. But apart from that fart, I think poopies looked Pretty Can you stop saying that? Jesus Christ. What? Um, that's the second time you said apart from that fart. And, yeah, uh, sounds great. Why wouldn't I say that as often as I get a chance to? You think I'm going to go, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and have an opportunity to say that? Not a chance. I'm going to say it as many yeah, times as I can. You're probably right. He looked kind of nervous apart from that fart. <laughs> um, and and I, I, I it, that makes sense to me that this was some of the test screenings because he seemed to kind of be like questioning himself. But I think if it weren't for that fart, maybe he wouldn't have uh, aged that well in terms of the uh, the eyes of the jackass crew. Well, the other interesting okay. thing that ties into that whole the, the test filming thing is you'll notice this and I'll bring it up as we go along instead of talking all at once. But the two jumpers who jumped on these big ramps that were consisted of Preston and Johnny Knoxville and Poopies, for example. Um, the the bike guy was a skate. He's actually a skateboarder, mm-hmm. uh, Dave Gravett. And the skateboarder is a skateboarder, Nick Marilino. And they were part of like the show, which is probably culturally one of the most important things in skate, like current skateboarding history called King of the Road, which was produced by Thrasher, where they basically get teams of skateboard teams and they would have to go through and complete all these challenges, random shit like make out with 10 fucking chicks, uh, do a t- backside tail slide down this fucking stair set, et cetera, et cetera. And um, it was like one of the greatest skateboarding shows ever because it really captured what the essence of that grittiness of skateboarding. And Jake yeah. Phelps, the editor of Thrasher, passed away. And he was like such a big proponent of the show. And they just never continued it. And it just crushes me to this day that they didn't honor his legacy by keeping the show going. Mm. And and Nick Merlino and um, Dave Gravett were like two of the biggest staples on that show. So I bet you that with the jackass skateboarding ties, they noticed those guys of how wild and reckless they were. And were like, maybe they're, they were supposed to be on the test shoot as well, but just mm. didn't make the final cut. Well, I think I think Nick Marino actually shows up later in the movie as well. He's not like a member of no, Jackass. Him, but yeah. and, him and Dave Gravett and Jaws, another guy from the same show. Yeah. Are, you see them multiple times. And those were all the stunts that um, were part of this first oh, test, test oh, day cool, shoot. Cool. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, that's so awesome. I think they, they were there for the test shoot to be potential new Jackass members, but they were obviously chosen instead by the, the new current cast. Well, one of the other new Jackass members, obviously, is Zackass, right? And he he kind of takes the 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 final scene on this one, right? You've got Preston Lacey lined up, you got Johnny Knoxville laying down, Poopy's laying down. They make an enormous ramp, and Zackass, the four hundred pound man, is going to take a motorcycle off of it, which is nuts. I can't believe it worked. I can't believe the ramp didn't break. I can't believe someone's ribs didn't break. It's crazy that this worked out. But here's the question I have for you guys. Zach Ass takes the motorcycle off the ramp. 
And you guys are going to think I'm joking when I ask you this question, but I need you to consider it honestly and earnestly. Apart from when he's on an airplane, has Zach ass ever been as high <laughs> off the ground in his life than in this scene? Has that ever happened? <laughs> Knowing his history with <laughs> the stunts and shit that he pulls, it's possible, but <laughs> it's got to be in the running. Unlikely. It's, gotta <laughs> it's be definitely in the, running. in the running for sure. He, he, he got air. Oh, yeah. He got legit air. air. And he fucking bounced and rolled and Yo, took a man. fucking slam, man. Yeah, Holy he shit. Lands, He's a tough like a motherfucker. Board. Yeah. 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 It was a pretty good stunt. Good to watch the, the guys get kind of initiated in. And that's not the entire crew, but you do get to see appearance by a couple of the new guys. And it, it's fun. It's a good, it's a good little sketch. I got to mention too, uh, the fact that this first sketch of the movie starts off with alternative Ulster by these stiff little fingers was mm. Thank me you, smiling Jay. in the theater. I love that song. And, I love when you bring uh, up the songs. I'm going to write that one down. Dude, this, this oh fuck, Stiff Little Fingers is such a good punk band. Classic. Um, yeah, check that shit out. Um, yeah, I don't really have much more to say about this one unless you guys do. You want to give it no, a rating? No, I'd, I'd say let's give this one a the, rating. Yeah. Yeah, of the uh, Jackass Forever. Jay, I'm you, don't, curious you don't often start us off. Why don't you start us off with uh, with your rating out of 10 of, uh, of The Ramp, stunt one uh, of Jackass Forever. Well, the ramp, like I said, feels good out of the gate. It's a nice little return to Jackass. And I distinctly remember in the theater sitting there and just being happy that this shit was back on the screen. And uh, it didn't. Re- I didn't really care what was happening at this point, just as long as something was happening. It was just good to be back. But if I have to look at it, like, you know, objectively and be like thinking about what made this good or bad, I don't think this is the highest rated stunt of the movie by, you know, by a long shot. So I can't go too high on it. It's fun though, and it's a good way to get acquainted to the new guys and see the see the boys hanging out again. Solid six out of ten. That's as high as oh gee, it's wow. not a bad stunt. It's just I know it's there's better things. Just hard scoring. Look, I I don't think you can separate the excitement that you have from a new Jackass movie starting and this scene being on. They knew that. That's part of it. We've waited twenty fucking years for this, and you cannot separate the sentimentality from what you what you experience in the stunt. Plus, the stunt was really funny. You get a typical like Preston Lacey, like they thought he died at one point in this fucking stunt. It's great. <laughs> I'm giving this one a seven point five, and that to me is a middling score compared to a lot of the other stunts in in a lot of the other movies. But seven point five out of ten, solid way to start off. Yeah, I'm Chris? going higher than that for sure. This this had you got introduction to the new members. This is the first sketch we've seen in so long. You had the poopies fart. You had two of my favorite <laughs> skateboarders. Like you had danger. You had questionability. Are they getting squished? How are people not? Is this you know? Did they think this out? Did they have some kind of mythbuster in there saying that it isn't actually in fact going to crush them when he jumps? This who the fuck knows? But my brain was going crazy and I was fucking jacked up. This is an eight and a half out of ten. I love it. I'm I'm there for it. Yeah, like they that. almost didn't even have an excuse not to have a MythBuster in there. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, they movie. they had him on speed dial. We'll find that out later. Yeah, but hey, guys, I don't know what the opposite of a MythBuster might be. Maybe a big dum 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 dum. Huh? Should we well play the dum dum game? I think we shall because this next sketch is it's a game show format, which I love. I, I mean, you don't always need to go intense and dangerous to have fun on Jackass. This is a perfect example of that. And uh, the concept here, in case you don't remember, is we've got Poopies, we've got Wee Man, and Danger Aaron standing up in front of a crowd of onlookers with Johnny Knoxville behind a set of controls. And he controls these, I guess they're hydraulic-powered, <laughs> spring-loaded... Uh, 
What they're flip like flops. those uh, flip flops. Flip flops on a stick. The on fact stick. that they're flip flops is amazing. For our, for our Aussie and, uh, fans out there, thongs. Yes, thongs. They call them. Yeah, all yeah. aimed directly at the goodies. So the boys have to stand with their legs apart and answer questions. A wrong answer will be a smack right to the nuts. And I love that before they even really introduce the segment. Oops, sorry, poopies, my finger <laughs> slipped. So they had to initiate the new guy. Knoxville's losing it, laughing. Um, and if you listen closely, you'll hear Wee Man say, "Dick pain hurts." <laughs> <laughs> well said, Wee Man. Um, before we jump in and start talking about it, let's um, let's just state as well that these questions aren't hard questions. They're not designed to be. I think when you're up there under that pressure and you're just thinking about like dreading getting hit in the nuts, all you need is a fourth grade level question to get your brain really racked, and that's all that these questions are. Um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. When, when you guys saw the setup for this, like where, where were your heads at? Were you excited? Uh, this gets well, the, the one thing I just wanted to say was kind of touching yeah. on what you touched is they aren't hard questions. My favorite part about this, literally about the entire thing was how confident and quickly Poopy's answered his question and how how nervously and well thought out Danger Aaron did the following question. They were both pretty easy questions, but Poopy's like, oh, obviously Sally, smack right in the dick. Danger Aaron's like shaking yeah. like, uh, uh, spelling the word. I can't remember what it's like balloons or like something like that. Barbell. Dumbbell. Bar- dumbbell. Dumbbell. He's like, yeah. D-U-M-B. B- he's so shook and still fucking gets smacked. <laughs> it was just, I, I love the difference in character. Like one is a veteran. He knows no matter what, you're probably going to get fucked. And Poopies yeah. is just like, yeah, that is obviously this person smack. Absolutely love that part about this. Yeah. I, uh, I think as soon as they established the premise of this one, I was like, Listen, nut shots to me, it's vomit and nut shots. And if someone vomits by getting hit in the nuts, you you just can't promise me a better birthday. Like that is just that's all I've ever wanted to see. And as soon as it's I, I know that it's a it's a uh, game show type thing. Jay, you mentioned that. I love that weird 70s game show aesthetic and the loser gets hit in the nuts. I was in 100 percent. I think this one was so the premise was so great. It was so simple. The fact that they had an audience of other jackass members watching them gave it that muscle st- muscle simul- stimulator uh, kind of vibe to it where everyone's just in there having a good time. There's also nothing better than a stunt where other members of Jackass get to be there and know that they're not in danger. So they just get to laugh their ass off. Like to see Dave Anglin not afraid. Great. Love seeing him like that. And we get to see a lot of that in this one. Uh, the questions were funny, whatever. Uh the the thesis statement of this one, I think, is that Poopies is the dumbest fucking human being that's ever existed. And that's one of the reasons why we love him so much. And he knows it and we know it. And you kind of have to be that dumb to get involved with these people. But holy shit, five by five square. What is the area? And he answers 10 inches around. What the fuck are you talking about? Hit that guy in the nuts right now. Hit him again. It's so stupid, but it's so funny. It's amazing. I love this one. This was also uh, on the test shoot day as well. Oh, and was it really? Jaws was there, who's later features in another stunt, and I think Nick Marolino was there as well. So I'm really starting to piece together that they were really up for the up for the job. Oh, and that's amazing. why you had a lot of the guys sitting around looking because they are letting the the newer guys do a lot of the heavy lifting. But you you also need to see them on screen with the current guys as well and see the camaraderie and the chemistry as well. Oh, I love yeah. that. I also I think in this one we get maybe the the. I don't know if if on camera in any movie I've ever seen a better facial expression has been caught than 
Aaron McGahee spelling dumbbell and looking at the camera or looking at Johnny to like anticipate whether uh, is it, like trying to prepare himself. I was like, that's the best facial expression I've ever seen until the next question. When poopies is being asked about the, uh, the, the El- like the, the piano player on whatever. Yeah, and yeah. who played Aaron's piano smug on ass Jones. fucking look on his face. Like, dude, you just misspelled dumbbell. You fucking right, idiot. Right. <laughs> you have no right to seem like the smartest guy in the room. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't believe got that right i would have got that wrong for sure 100 (laughs) you wouldn't you wouldn't include in that it's elton john on an elton john fucking record yeah the way the question is asked is like yeah it's it's right there in the question who played piano on elton john's album madman across the water but it's set up to try to make you think that oh yeah who was that but yeah and he gets it eventually but i think like what's my favorite thing about this and what i'm hopeful for if they're going to do like a deleted scenes kind of release or something like that, they this are feels it. a little disjointed because Aaron ends up winning, but I'm not really clear on how he won. So I'm hoping there's more questions that didn't make it or more of this that we can see later because it was entertaining the first time. And I'd love to see more, you know, fresh if there was some that was cut. That's that's maybe a bit of a wish list item for me. I really like this one. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you guys want to uh, get into a, uh, a rating on this one? Yep. Chris, why don't you start us off? You seem pretty excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm trying to fucking... Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Um, uh, I like this a lot, um, but it wasn't the the ramp for me. So I, it, it still is great. I'm going with an 8 out of 10. Okay, nice, nice. Jay, what about you? Uh, yeah, you know what, Chris? I'm right there with you on that one. I really, really enjoyed this. I'm just going to go about a seven and a half out of 10, but I want to be up in that range because it, uh, to me, I think this was better than the first one. Although the the first one felt, it was good. Like I said, good to be back. Good to see the guys again. But then when this happened, I was starting to like laugh harder than I had at any point in the film thus far when this sketch came on into the theater. So, uh, it really, it worked for me anyways. Nice. Yeah, I'm giving I'm giving this one an eight as well. I liked it slightly better than the ramp. Anyone, anytime someone's getting hit in the nuts, I like the the uh, I like the theatrics around it. I think that does a lot for a jackass sketch. So eight, eight out of ten for me. Also, one thing I want to draw attention to at the end of this scene, it shows the like everyone who's watching what's going on. They start laughing and they're like clapping and everything. And Dave England. He's in his like typical sweater, like, you know, Dave England's old man sweater. Mm-hmm. He wore it in the yeah. in the the hardware store dump and all that stuff. All I got to say is, holy shit, he grew into that sweater. He looks like <laughs> the age of someone who is going to wear that sweater. And he's probably 30 years away from the age of people who actually wear those sweaters. That guy has he's aged as as though he's, he's afraid of, shit, of every sound he's yeah, ever heard. He's seen some shit. It was yes. the plan all along. Exactly. And here exactly. we are. And, uh, you know, you may have never seen that coming, but neither did Steve-O coming fresh from a rock and a dump in the trailer to a soccer ball launched out of one of those, uh, you know, they use them for a tennis practice and, and batting throwing footballs. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So they launch a soccer ball right as he opens the door and, uh, bam falls down the steps and he's just on the ground in a pile, just laughing. Um, and Knoxville, you know, it was the perfect setup. Like, you can just tell he must have just been sitting there just giddy as as fuck just waiting for for steve-o to open that door and man what a great what a great quick little segment the one thing i'll say about this one like you don't realize it watching it because it's the first time it happens in this movie so far but in this movie steve-o fucking gets terrorized every time he wants to go to the bathroom johnny great at 
shooting balls at people's heads and it happens often in this movie and we'll see it time and time again but this was this was great as a first uh a first little uh experience of that yeah guys you know what i was thinking that the the next sketch we got is going to take some good time to get into because it's definitely one of the forefronters for sure if not the forefronter of this whole movie so yeah i know we didn't get to as many as we might have liked in part one of this series but maybe we should kind of uh, save that as a starting point for next week. Is you know leave a little, leave us everybody on a little bit of a cliffhanger and really get into that. Wait, you mean not do Silence of the Lambs right now? I don't yeah, know. could be a I good think, closer. I think we end with Silence of the Lambs. And okay. then we move on from there because we've got a lot of stunts to move forward. There's a lot to talk about about the intro. I would love to leave us off with Silence of the Lambs. I think that would okay. be a great way I, to go. I'm, I'm definitely down for that. You you were the one that said you had an hour to go. You had an hour, so Chris, I got all night, baby. Hey, how about this? <laughs> you shut the fuck up with what I say before we start recording. <laughs> all right. Hey, I got to say before we move into the next one, then um, after Steve-O was getting up off the ground after the soccer ball to the head. I hope laughing. you're about to talk about his glasses. No. Uh, well, give you hit me with that real quick, and then I'll no, I just it. think he's wearing the coolest sunglasses I've ever seen. That's all I'm I'm gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> okay, um, yeah, like the way Steve-O's talking to Knoxville about like, oh man, I just took like the biggest dump in there too, and he's laughing, and I just had this thought of like, I you know I've seen this Steve-O on the on the podcast, like I feel like I've spent a lot of time with him, and I just it kind of clicked for me like when you used to go to a Jackass movie, it was like you spent so little time, especially in a behind the scenes capacity with these guys, because social media wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. You didn't get to see them being normal dudes. And then I kind of just had the thought, and I have to ask you guys, do you feel like the new world we're in social media, having access to famous people pretty much whenever you want in some capacity, does social media diminish the magic of having these guys on camera for you? Mm. 100%. Like you, you will never have a Michael Jackson ever again, you know, like, no, but he was by far the biggest thing ever. But the lack of access, number one, to the people creates that little bit of mystery and yeah. that craving for more of them. And also the the mass influx of quote unquote celebrities now. There's not like there's so many people are able to be celebrities now because they could just get right to you. They could hit people's niche or do whatever they're doing these days. So there's not like one or two major, major players, just a whole bunch of just shit celebrities. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. I I, I agree a hundred percent. I think that uh, uh, I think the I think the best thing Twitter ever did was when we did have those mysterious celebrities who we had no access to. That mm. brief period of time where we realized we could see them as human beings. And then we saw them as human beings for a couple of years and we're like, oh, celebrities suck just like all of us. We don't need Mm -hmm. to see much more of them because the more you see of them, the less cool they are. It's much more difficult to kind of like fabricate and curate an image of yourself when you're expected to give out all of your thoughts all the time. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. It's still fun to watch these guys screw around and, you know, be together and do their thing. And it still feels special, but I don't know. I just had the thought like, yeah. It'll never, it'll never quite be like it used to be, and that's okay, but I don't know, just something on the mind, well, keep, I guess. No, keep, anyway. in, keep in mind, Jay, like, that's what? a good point, but keep in mind, like, most members of Jackass weren't active on any social media prior yeah. to Jackass Forever. Now it seems like the, there's a very concerted effort. So our experience of, like, knowing these guys, and then they had their fame, why would they have wanted their fame through Twitter? And Steve-O may be the only exception. So when you see guys on screen now 
again, I think Steve-O being the only exception, it is kind of cool because you do get to see an element of them that that even if they were on Twitter, you wouldn't have been able to see before. Now it is like a reintroduction to these people who seem to have gone off the face of the earth for 20 years prior to this movie. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, though, some shit you won't see on Twitter is this next and final stunt oh my of God. part one. Oh, part my God. One of our Jackass Forever review. This is the what I'll say this. What Knoxville at first claims is the rattlesnake stunt. It's not quite uh, as it seems, though, is it, boys? So, no, it's but, not. No. But do you guys recognize what he's explaining? Like, like what stunt he's borrowing from to oh, explain yeah. what they're about to do? Yeah, yeah. I took that note yeah. as well, right? Because he says he's going to take a cookie, set it on the snake's head, and then he's going to try to take it off. Right. Right. That's, that's Wild Boys. That yeah. happens in Wild Boys. It's, it's, it is, you know, when we set out to do this podcast, all I could think was I really... I really, really am not looking forward to talking to you guys about Jackass. I was dreading it. But now that I've done it, it's great because I have this whole backstory about all the stunts that are coming up. <laughs> I've got some context for it. It's fantastic. I'm still pissed off that I had to talk to you guys so much over the but past 54 learning. weeks. But I'm learning that's though. what yeah. matters most. So we've got Mikey. three groups here, guys. Dave and Aaron are together. We got Poopies and Zach, and then the last group, Wee Man and Preston. Seems like logical pairings to me, but it's after this that we find out, as Johnny's telling us, the listener, the viewer, it's all a ruse. They're going to lock the door, turn out the lights, and make their lives a living hell. This is Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) So... Dave looks nervous. Like they haven't even really, they haven't even told him the fake stunt yet. And he's already nervous walking (laughs) into the room. Um, Dave and Aaron, both, they're both already just like, what the fuck are we we doing here? Why are we the only two people in the basement now? And then boom, (laughs) the lights switch out. No, but but what Jay's saying is that's before they've even explained that. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's, they, they're, they're cluing in that something, something's Something's not right. Yeah. 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 They're, they're used to this by now. Whereas yeah. Poopies is walking in the room like, duh, duh, duh. I hope they got some anti-dope. <laughs> anti-dope. Oh, yeah. Anti-dope. <laughs> That's, man, the way he goes, like, like, it. like, like uh, him, him and Zach going in there and he goes to, to, he, he, he walks in. He's like, I hope they got some anti-dope or it's not anti-dope. It's anti-dope, whatever it is. And he goes to Zach and he's just like, hey, uh, as though he's like cheating on a test, like, Hey, what's antidope? And Zach's like, I don't fucking know. You said that. What the fuck? Are you? He doesn't say, but he looks at him with his eyes like, don't fuck it. You made up a word. Don't ask me to explain to you what that means. And I've never related to Zach ass more because Chris, you do that to me all the fucking time. Do you guys remember how I described poopies after I saw him on Shark Week? This is the first experience I've had with him. We were talking about on the podcast. I said, poopies reminds me of like an older, dumber, more washed up version of Pontius. And I think it's so fucking true. Yeah, you know what I mean? I it's like it's, I, like it's like it's yeah. like the me to you, Mikey. You know what I mean? I'm like you're 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 sharper, you're there, but like I'm a little more hardcore than you. I might be stupid. Oh, I'm not hardcore. Like, Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? I so literally like, kind of see the parallel. I drank a glass like. of wine as we were recording a jackass podcast. I'm not that hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. But I mean <laughs> you guys, I, I love your banter. I love the back and forth. I love the brotherly love. But you know we what? We don't love each other. You know what I do we're love? Not, fuck that guy. We're not that, fuck that, we're not that close. close. Yeah. I do love when you can't afford David Attenborough, so you get low low rent David Attenborough to bring out yes. the steak. He's almost <laughs> oh, yeah. got the accent down. It's almost there, but something's a little off. Uh, so, you know, they're showing off the rattlesnake. It's a Texas rattlesnake. They're trying to scare the guys. Think that, you know, the idea is plant the idea in their head that on this table back here, there's going to be a snake in a case. 
they just need to remember that. That's it. Because when they come back later and the real stunt is about to take place, they lure the groups in alone one by one. And, and just for the viewer here or the listener, you get, you get like, um, this was obviously shot three separate times in a row without communication between the groups, but we get to see it cutting in and out of each group's experience throughout the whole. So it's kind of as though it's happening at the same time, as though it's happening at the same time. And, so they, they drop everybody in there. This is where you get Poopy's getting a little nervous talking about the antidote, all that stuff. <laughs> it's the same room. So they know that that snake was there before when they came in, the lights go out. And Chris, you were so right. Like when the lights go out, it's like a second before that happens, da- uh, Danger Aaron and Dave, they know something's bad is about to happen. Like they can just taste it in the air, you know, uh, the lights go out and all hell breaks loose. What I love about this is that we, as the viewer, get the night vision camera. We can see what's happening. They cannot. It's pitch black in here. Um, and what is the first thing we see, guys? We see Chris Pontius. And what, describe <laughs> to me what he's doing here. Because well, this, he, is this is just... This Amazing. is honestly what I think is the most overlooked and my favorite part about this entire sketch. Hang on. Okay. No, just, okay. No, okay. Just you t- you tell second. it and then I'm going to say what I'm going to say. So the fa- so he's basically doing the Buffalo Bill thing uh-huh. from Silence which, of the Lambs. Which you which didn't pick up on the first time we did but this that's podcast. Not, that's, not, that's not where I'm going with this. Okay. Mikey. And I didn't, but I picked up on it again as we are fucking doing the review and making notes for once and not just, you know, whatever. Fine. I won't make notes next time. See what the fuck happens. No, the first time you were like, what the fuck was Pontius doing? He was just in a shawl and and doing the (laughs) math. I'm like, dude, it's Silence of the Lambs. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it is so, it's clearly so pitch black in this room. They cannot see a millimeter in front of their face. So right. Pontius being there doing that <laughs> has just, zero yeah, relevancy. Yeah, it's just, it's just yeah. for them to laugh and see him in the background just being there yeah. doing an angina. Just for him. It, it means zero him. to the sketch. Not a single person that was getting pranked had any idea he was there and doing that. And I yeah. love the fact that they just added that in for their own fucking kicks and giggles, you know? Dude, it's great, but imagine being one of the guys who got pranked and watching that back later. Like, he was there the whole <laughs> like, time. He was there the whole time. <laughs> yeah. There's no idea. It's, but that that's, that's the thing is like these guys are and this has always been the case, but they just seem to be getting better with age and even 20 years worth of age. They just be they keep getting better at knowing what is going to play on camera. These stunts and these pranks are not against the person who's being pranked. These pranks are scenes that are being put on for the viewer. So sure, they may not see Pontius doing the Buffalo Bill, but we do. And that's what matters. What What's funny about it is that all this shit is going on around them without them knowing what's funny is that we've seen one person exit the room and hit his face on a frying pan and knowing as soon as danger Aaron starts opening the door, that's about to happen to him. It's pathetic fallacy. It's like one of the most basic elements of storytelling. And, and, and they're doing this in a way that like some dumbass fucking zoomer YouTube star is going to prank someone and not understand that what's, that's what makes a good prank. Yeah, this well is so together. good. This is one of the best fucking jackass stunts yeah. that's ever existed, uh, ever happened, hands for down. Sure. When uh, like when you know like right before you said when when uh, Danger Aaron finds the door, the 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 sheer P- PTSD and audacity of Dave England to be like, no, that's the trap. Obviously, <laughs> I'm not fucking going yeah. through there. Like, oh, man. And, and and fucking Danger Aaron is getting frustrated. Like, all right, you know what? Fuck you. Fine, you're on your own. Smack right to the head with a fucking pat. <laughs> the the pot right right away. Like as he's finishing his sentence, it it immediately comes true. And then you got. It's Johnny selling the fucking snake thing when they knock over the snake and they cue the snake sound effects. And Poopies goes, 
so if we get bit, we die? Yeah. Like, in the most genuine fucking yeah. way possible. He's like, fucking great. We get bit, we die. Awesome. So we get yeah. bit. And he was so genuine about it. He's like, this is, I can't, what, what are we doing here? Yeah. And Zach asks, thinking he's getting bit. And then Johnny really playing that whole role. Like, guys, guys, no, seriously, there's a fucking snake on the ground. Fuck, we, we need to get you out of here. Like, seriously, guys, this isn't a joke. Be careful, be careful. And the new, the old guys, like uh, Dave England, would have probably still knew that was still a ruse and still not fucking partook in it. That's Whereas the new Point. He doesn't even try to do that to the new guys. They don't even yeah. tip the snake over to that. I didn't or to the old guys. I didn't even exactly. think about that. But they don't even tip the thing over to the old guys. They would have so picked when, up when on they, that. When they're running Zach ass out, he he's new. He doesn't understand that they're they're gonna go this far and there's gonna be even more to it. And it's just I love that balance, man. This so is basically, just the basically, like as as Jay set up, like you've got everyone running around this pitch black thing. There is that initial moment of just like hitting people with stun guns and like and like rubbing them in the face with like furry gloves, like just weird shit that your mind is going to go a thousand miles a minute when the lights are off. And that's, that's perfect. You get a scene in this one where Preston Lacey is kind of like backing himself up against a corner in the middle of the, of the darkness (laughs) and Preston Lacey. I, again, I'm not, I don't aesthetically want to make fun of any of the jackass members, but objectively speaking, Preston Lacey has aged the most of any jackass member, right? Like we can agree with that. Like he looks like he's aged the most of any of the jackass members. I think England, but yeah, maybe, maybe England, England is up there as well. But in this scene, when Preston Lacey is backing up into the corner, <laughs> holding a thing, shaking, shivering, shivering, shivering to his core, yeah. like he a becomes child, the, uh, the youngest member that jackass has ever had. He is <laughs> such, such a, a, a little baby boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good point. Yeah. And then, and I then lo- you have like moments like that. I think the dynamic between Danger Aaron and Dave England is the best part, yeah, one of the best parts sure. of this stunt. Where like, like Dave is, is, he's like, he's like, Aaron, Aaron, where are you? Where are you? And Aaron's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do to help you? And Dave says, <laughs> I just want to know you're there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, it's such a great exchange. And I love when he finds the door. Aaron finds the door, and Dave's like, he hasn't even moved an inch. He's just been in one spot the whole time. But Aaron finds the door. He's like, Dave, a door this way. He's like, no, fuck that door. There's probably yeah. something bad that Literally, way. Literally, he says, fuck that door. He just yeah. keeps yeah. going on like, how convenient. Fuck that door. And he's, uh, <laughs> everybody's just getting so frustrated. But it's their exchange, their banter that's just like, old friends who've had enough of each other. <laughs> One there's, of them doesn't want to no, listen. <laughs> there's no moment in this movie or that will exist in Jackass history. Like in, in the ramp, you have the introduction of the new members of Jackass. In Silence of the Lambs, you have here's the old versus the new, and these are the major dip. This is this is what a year's or a lifetime's worth of being a member of Jackass does to you. This is what a lifetime worth of watching Jackass, but not being a member of Jackass mm-hmm. hasn't prepared you for and i love that separation even when the lights turn on dave england has which i think might be the line of the movie when johnny's like oh yeah he's like is it done is is it done johnny's like yeah just come come over here it's done it's done the lights are on he goes i'm not fucking leaving he's like i will fucking live here i will make a new life here and live here (laughs) he's like i'm not fucking going with you Uh, and that's after everything's even done he is so shell-shocked it is so fucking awesome he aged three years in in that schedule 15 minutes yeah 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 no 100 percent. and i know we got to move on and start to wrap up but the genius in this sketch too is that there is even a second room planned out like one room was enough but the fact that they thought okay these guys are going to escape but let's just continue to make hell for them the second room is almost just as dark and you've got frying pans hanging from the ceiling right (laughs) under like right over a big 
mat that's just laid out with marbles. So you're gonna, yes, you're gonna fall. Mouse traps on the side. Mouse if you're traps. trying to use your hands to guide your way. Yeah, and it's it's just so funny that of course they thought of that. And I love we talked about it last time in the in the initial impressions. But when Zach tries to climb over the table, thinking there's an exit on the other side of the <laughs> mouse trap table, like, how wrong he was. He was so close to getting out of there. Like, you can see the exit door if he had just kept walking forward, but for whatever yeah. reason, he thought, well, I better go this way. Um, <laughs> it's like, it just, what's going on in your head, you know, at that point? You've just had enough, you know, that- Panic. You, panic. You just panic. Sheer you just, you'll do panic. anything to get out of that situation. And uh, I think out of all the guys, though, and maybe you guys can give me your rating for this too, but out of all the guys who did the sketch, out of everybody who is on here, I think Wee Man is the unsung hero. I think he handled it the best. I, I don't remember seeing Wee Man really that scared or bothered by anything. That's he's it. Small, think, so small they couldn't even find him in there to get him. Dude, he walks into the, the, the second room. None of the frying pans are going to fucking hit him. <laughs> he walks straight under them. They could have lowered one. You know. I bet you they did. They probably thought that out too. <laughs> yeah, they probably yeah, had a yeah. few just for Wee Man. But yeah, what would you guys say? Would you agree with me on that, Wee Man? unsung hero of this oh one? we we man is yeah i i think Maybe i think the, the fact that he doesn't show up the fact that he doesn't like he's not even featured in this one means he's probably just like too cool for school you know what he probably did he probably he probably as the veteran knew the snake wasn't in that barrel and just put himself in the fucking barrel and waited <laughs> there for the lights to come on yeah he, like i if you're talking about the this the hero of this like i'm going not with who did the best job i'm going with who provided the most laughs and that's that's england for me england for sure for sure although here's one of the biggest laughs i had i don't know if you guys picked up on this one but it baffled me this one fucking blew my mind zach ass makes his way to the second room which by the way as a nod you mentioned jay you're like of course they're gonna have the frying pans and this and that but they figured out that formula of having a like a little button on the stunt like in the b limo when they have just marbles and then paintballs as soon as they walk out of the the limo full of bees they've got marbles they're gonna slip on and then they're gonna get shot with paintballs just like so such a mean addition like you you filmed the exit well here's some frying pans and some mouse traps like fuck you guys really mean but the one thing i'll say about Zackass, he finds that room he hits the frying pan, falls down on the marbles, and he's sitting on the floor of marbles, and he just sits. He's like, fuck, I can't even find my glasses anywhere. Why do you need glasses? It's pitch black. What the fuck are wow. you talking about? I didn't even think of that. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, the things you'll do when you're just in a panic state, right? Yeah. I mean, it's amazing, man. It. And, and, and they, the fact that they find a way to keep every person in this at a 10 out of 10 in terms of their panic and, and fear for three or four minutes, however long this one except lasts. Except maybe we man as to, as to except we man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well let's boys, give us a rating. I let's think we it. should. I think we should. Chris, do, do you want to go first? Yeah, I mean, if I could go higher than 10 out of 10, I'd go higher than 10 out of 10. This is as good of a, this is as good of a stunt as you'll ever see on any Jackass episode of all time. Yeah, what more do you need to see? I don't need to see any more. It's a 10 out of 10 for me. This is a fucking genius sketch. Yeah, it's great. It's oh, great. Jay, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? What are you doing? This could be the one. This could be the one, but I'm sorry, Chris. It will not be the one. Not this time. <sighs> it's a great sketch. Dudes, come oh on. It's, this is one of the best in a long time. But What's better? Just what's better? Name what's one better? that's better. Uh, well, the grass sledding apart from grass. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know what I was about to say? Fuck, get out of my head. Uh, 
Guys, I haven't given any 10s other than, like, literally, this, I'm not even kidding, the baby powder fart was the only 10 I've given. You can see that I need something that needs to be, it's kind of like when you go to a really fancy restaurant and you, Mm -hmm. you know, the chef spends hours curating this one tiny little, like, thumb-sized morsel that is so delicious, so perfect that you couldn't have imagined it in your wildest dreams, yet it's over before it even begun. Oh, right. So Silence of the Lambs, right, what you're describing. Silence of the Lambs is a beautiful, like, five-course meal. Yeah, it's like the Mandarin buffet. You get everything that you fucking want. <laughs> yeah. And it's Mandarin fucking buffet. cheap. And it's fucking amazing. I love the Mandarin and I love this fucking sketch. I have everything you want. You want fucking this, you want this, you want this, no problem. Well, boys, there's it's so goddamn good. Trust me, it's so goddamn good. But it's a nine and a half out of ten for me. I do. <sighs> I do I, I It's not there. I, it's I not just, there, and I here's why. Here's Okay, yeah, tell yeah. us. Here's why. Tell us why you're wrong. Okay. Um, listen, you know, you already know. Okay, let's get the obvious out of the way that I'm a hard marker. I always have been. People are probably raving. People are upset right now. I get it. Maybe people don't really fucking care. That's probably the logical conclusion you should come to. But the reason I feel like it's just under a 10, and don't give me like a nine and a half, not a good score. That's really fucking good. But here's the thing. It's fun. I, this is something that you would want to do with your friends. There's twists, there's turns. I just needed it to have something else to make it. Here's the thing. The best reactions came arguably from, I would say, Dave and Aaron, right? Sure. And then you had Poopies and you had uh, Zach, I would say. They'd come in second place for in- enjoyment factor. But when it came to like Preston and Wee Man, nothing really happened. And I can't feel like that was a missed opportunity. They should have put a different group in there because it felt like I wanted to see all three of those groups go through something and have like the belly laughs. And they did a good job of that, oh, two out of three. But I don't know. I just feel like the only thing I enjoyed out of the Preston group was when he was sitting there shivering. But other than that, yeah. like, it was all forgettable from them. And I, I mean, Jay, if I don't know, there I was being, one thing you could have said that could justify you not giving it a 10, that was actually a pretty fucking okay. solid point. Thank I'll give you, you that credit. Um, I still think it's an easy fucking 10 out of 10, That's but fine. at least you had a somewhat justifiable answer. Well, here's the Hang thing. On. When I was in the theater, yeah. I remember having the thought, oh, this is over already? Shit. I wanted more of that. Like I was expecting there was going to be more payoff. And I think part of it is because of that, because I was wondering, okay, we saw two great payoffs, but where's the third one? And it wasn't there. Yeah. But one thing you have to keep in mind is that with most, most jackass sketches, they film more than what they show you. So their only debt, their only mistake I think is, is letting us know that we man and Preston were in there in the first place. And if they didn't, you wouldn't have the scene with Preston in it. But they showed you so that you, you got it. Okay. I, I think mm-hmm. and, and I know I know that you wanted more. I wanted more as well. But this is one of the longest jackass sketches you'll find. You can't go much longer than this. I think one of the major exceptions would be like Danger Aaron in the in the Pew Beard uh, 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 mm-hmm. uh, that that one like at the end of Jackass 2. Yeah. But I don't think that there are many more that are longer than this one. I think it gives you everything you need. My big thing is like. I get being hesitant about giving a 10, but like you gave a 10 to an interstitial basically, which was the fart, yes. the baby powder fart. Right. And like that is so, and I, I also get, I get why you give that a 10, but there has to be something 
some credit given to the fact that they took such a big swing on this one. This was like a fucking magnum opus. There was so much coordination that had to go into it. So many diversions from the fact that like you got the snake, you got the, the they, they brought an animal expert in to throw people off the scent. It wasn't just that there was a snake, the animal expert. So people are going to be like, there's something else going. Then they have the scene off to the side. Danger Aaron finds his way out of the main doors and he gets hit three times in the head somehow with a <laughs> soccer ball that Johnny Knoxville is going to throw at him. Yeah, we didn't Zach asked like it, they've thought about everything. To me, this is the perfect summation of what a jackass prank is. They figured everything out. They 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 fucked the veterans over. They fucked the new guys over. They surprised the the viewers. It was and and they let Johnny be one of the guys who were was orchestrating it. Like I, I could yeah. not have expected any more than it's, this. I think I. Without question, is hands down the all around best jackass thing that's ever happened, in my opinion. Yeah, I honestly no, agree. Guys, we all agree yeah. on that, though. the The numbers show it. The last thing we gave this high of a rating, and the only other thing is the poo diaper. Poo diaper. That's the only other time this has happened. So don't think that I'm shitting on this. This was fantastic. I fucking love this. But if let me just put it simply this way: if I right now went and watched the the baby powder fart, I would laugh instantly belly laughs i would lose my shit if i watched it again and i've seen it many times True. i think that's one of the few things i've actually rewinded in a jackass movie and watched again because it was so goddamn funny if i went back and watched this again right now i would still laugh but i would laugh a little bit less than i did laugh t- last but time. how I much actually laugh how more much i've watched this four times already and I've i feel like i could just, just put the fart on repeat though and just, yeah. i can't <laughs> believe this is what we're debating about this is real intelligence change his, change his own. it is what it is but yeah, it's a point five. For real. That's me, man. That's that's right. what I got to go with. But hey, right. I think we all fucking enjoyed that. And what a great oh, way yeah. to end on a high note. This has been a lot of fun. And the excitement is high. Like, even watching this a second time, I'm still feeling like it's, you know, my first viewing in the theater. That excitement is there. I'm happy to see the guys back doing their thing. There's a really good energy with this movie, I, I've noticed. I hope you guys feel the same way so totally. far. Totally, 100%. Uh, that will change in the mid part. <laughs> I have a feeling there's some PTSD coming our way down the pipe, but until we get there, we are going to be breaking this up into multiple parts. We'll see how much that ends up being, but um, stick with us because every week you're going to be getting lots of Jackass Forever. Um, As usual, though, you can find us at JackassPod on Twitter and Instagram if you want to chat at us. Uh, Quick question to Mikey, actually. Now, Viewer, listener, as you know, we always do a MVP. Now, are we doing multiple MVPs? You guys want to save it till the end of the movie. I think I think let's do segment by segment and then uh, we'll and then we'll do one uh, for the whole movie. Because uh, I think this segment, okay. I've got I've got my MVP for this one locked and loaded, and it's it's Dave Englund. I love Dave Englund and every stunt that he's in in this one. I love that he shows up in the in the audience of the 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 Dum Dum game. I love how much he he came to show up in the in in Silence of the Lambs. Dave Englund is my MVP of this one. Chris, what about you? It's definitely poopies. He he, yep. he okay, is cool. in virtually I think every single one of them. He even has. Oh, no, it's a different part of it later on. But he, the amount of quotable lines he had that just fucking made me burst into laughter. He was all around great, if not the most noticeable person in every stunt or if the second notice, most noticeable person. He's definitely my MVP. Nice. Jay? Yeah, this is one of the times where I'm going to jump on the Chris train. And yeah, agree. baby. It's poopies, choo-choo. baby. Poopies is a lovable idiot. And I think that's something that Jackass needed. Um, again, because 
you know, you've had lovable idiots in the past. Some have come and gone, but it's nice to have someone in that new crew that brings that sense of wonder and just complete naivety to this whole thing. And that's, that's him, whether you love him or Mm -hmm. hate him. uh, There's just something fun about watching the dumb, dumb game and seeing him, you know, (laughs) try his best to come up with the answers to those questions. And there's, there's such an innocence. um, Yeah. He's a, he's a breath of fresh air and in any other genre in any other group, he would probably just be, the annoying guy that everybody just wished would, you know, uh, you know, get with the program already, but in Jackass, he's basically a God. So totally all the way. Um, I'm going to make a bold choice for my LVP, my least valuable player of this segment. Um, love the guy. Don't want to say too many bad things about him, but he had a lot of opportunities to shine and just kind of didn't show up. It's we men using a lot of stunts, and he just kind of didn't, you kind of forget that he was there. Guys, he was in Dum Dum Game. We barely fucking mentioned him in it. He was in, he was yeah, in but, Silence of the Lambs. We barely fucking mentioned him in it. Yeah. And I get if you're so tough and you don't show a reaction, maybe that means you're like, oh, I like, I can't get me. But part of Jackass is selling it. And I just don't think he sold it in this one. I, I'm right. 100%. That was my pick as well. Really? Yeah. Nice. Okay. That's fair. Chris jumped on the Mikey train this time. He Ooh. did. Because we can't afford all these trains. We're going to run out of the budget here. We've got to be careful. Uh, I think for me, all uh, all in, it's kind of hard to pick a loser. Like I, I could see your point of view on the whole Wee Man things. He doesn't really do a lot here. That doesn't mean he's not going to do something, you know? Right, right. Just it's just the that moment. Yeah. he's uh, The minute you turn your back, he's going to do something cool. Just much like our, uh, Homer Simpson learns in the Karate uh, Mafia episode of, of The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for that little guy to do something cool. I don't have an answer. That's why I'm stalling if you haven't noticed, listener. I don't know. I don't really know what to tell you here. Um, there's no one that Actually, really- Actually, I would like to- I'll give you some time to think. I would like to amend my answer. Okay. You know, Wee Man, you did the best you could. Easy choice. Fucking easy choice. LVP of this segment, Jay, for giving a 9.5 to Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> yeah. What more can they fucking do for you, man? Well, as the rules state, you cannot give yourself an LVP, so I won't jump on the <laughs> on the Mikey train this time. God knows we can't afford it. I will choose uh, low-budget David Attenborough as my LVP for okay. just not giving okay. 110% on that accent. A little disappointed that <laughs> true, he didn't true, show up. True. All right, that's a good so. answer. There you go, guys. And there you have it. That's part one of Jackass Forever. We are very excited to come back next week and do this again. I see some good stunts on the horizon, and I can't wait to get to them with you. But until then, bye. I'm Jason Weldwood. Bye. I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye. I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackassed. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!